So, when's the curfew for you? Uh, whenever the fuck I want. <laughs> What is this? Mm. Where am I? Mm. Who am I? Who am I? What is my purpose? Is there something I'm supposed to do? Why is why? Oh, well. <laughs> if Ask a drink, but try. <laughs> these are questions you're asking yourself, and at the same time have uh, a healthy dose of CBD and THC cro- uh, coursing through your veins, you're most likely listening to High Mystery. Yeah! Yay. It's the podcast. And for High Mystery, I'm Tristan. I'm Robert. And I'm Colin. Yay! Yay! Yeah, everyone's cheering for me. Yay! (laughs) Yeah. If you're cool and in the know, you're watching us on uh, live right now on Twitch. But if you're hearing this, it's not live as you're hearing this because... Yeah, you might be seeing this on YouTube. Right. Yeah, if you're listening to it, it's at least a week old. But if you're watching it, then you're in the know. And you're watching us on Twitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your intro made me think of that moment in Zoolander when he looks at the puddle and mm-hmm. he's like, who am I? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you can dare leak my own balls, thank you very much. <laughs> Hansel's so hot right now. Um, so, yes, we're going to be getting high. Yes. yes. I brought a Twisted Hemp Wrap. It's mm-hmm. the sweet flavor. I got a bunch of different flavors because mine, I ordered them online because I went through that whole debacle. If you listen, you know, you know my my struggle. Honestly, <laughs> like, I can't recommend it enough because when you look at the prices per pack online, like, right. it's just a If you up. smoke one blunt a month, for sure, get it from your local store. But yeah. if you're a daily smoker... Just do yourself a favor and order it online. I mean, even still, if you're smoking one a month, you're eventually going to run through the amount that's in a box. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, it's true. Put those guys they, out of business is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. They stay fresh. They're sealed packs. And, like, even if, like, with the high rim, high hemp's are a little dried out, you just kind of lick your fingers mm-hmm. a little bit and they rehydrate. Yes. Mine, so yeah, it's the sweet flavor, which sweet. I guess is supposed to be similar to like a Swisher sweet, oh, okay. which is kind of cool because back in the day when I first started smoking blunts, hemp wraps weren't a thing. I did a right. lot of like Swisher sweet crack opens and backwoods Same. and all Except that Except I wasn't smoking weed out of it. I was actually smoking. Just smoking a Swisher sweet? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, we did too. Yeah. <gasps> As kids, that was it was a, it was sweet version of a cigarette. In the eighth grade and ninth grade, mini cigar. Mm-hmm. I mean, like in eighth ninth grade, even sophomore year of high school. Yes. That's like anything to get a head change. Yes. Sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean I which just, I don't totally endorse. No. By the way, ladies no. and gentlemen. I could else. not smoke them today. They would make me violently ill. <laughs> well, maybe. I I think I would definitely get sick if I tried to even smoke a cigarette, let alone a Swisher Sweet. But yeah. I mean, I can't talk because to your point, Colin, I drink uh, cough syrup. Yeah, yeah for got, sure. did the, the, the robo walking or whatever. Yeah, you got that lean. Uh, yeah, before it was lean because <laughs> oh, this was nice. like well, uh, certain... you know, freshman year or whatever. You mix it in with your seven up. No, and... you just either get the pill forms and you like take twenty of the pills or you like chug half a bottle of it. But it has to be the one that says <laughs> dextromedorphin on it. It's like. By it's, the way, High Mystery Podcast does not endorse. We don't endorse <laughs> that episode, uh, cough syrup. Yeah, sorry, sorry to teaching everybody listening how to do this. But. I mean, I think it's true, though. Like, uh, 
it's not like everybody does stuff that they probably shouldn't do. Sure. And to that point, it's much better for you and way more fun to just smoke weed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if now we have plenty of access to it, I don't need to be like, oh, what what do I do? I cough there. Like, yeah. If I want to get a hit change, I'll just smoke a blunt or eat some edibles. So weed in my blunt, key lime hybrid, 18%, mm. Jack Herrera, sativa dominant. It's only uh, 14%. Mm. Uh, I have got. I'm sorry, I misread that. Oh, 19 percent. 19. Oh, 19. <laughs> underselling it. I did because uh, there was a crease on the the package that made it difficult to read. <laughs> <laughs> I have got a blunt packed with um, King Louis the Thirteenth. It is in a paradise or pineapple paradise high hemp wrap, uh, which this has. 20.79% THC and CBD is 0.05%. But considering nice. that there's CBD in these uh, high hemp wraps, maybe I got a little bit more CBD in there. Who knows? Yeah. And for people who don't know, uh, if you are freaking out from weed and you're like, oh God, I maybe need to go to the hospital. If you can find pure CBD, that will tame it down for you. Uh, I mean, there's nothing better than time. Right. <laughs> Just sit with it, chill. Try to weed, take a nap. <laughs> weed hasn't given anybody uh, an overdose in its history, so you're probably not going to be the first. Time, <laughs> water, rest, food. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Eat it away is definitely the most fun <laughs> way to like, not be high anymore. <laughs> so you're weed? Yeah, I've one to see. High hemp, uh, yeah. pineapple paradise. Inside, I've got uh, Cypress Cannabis Big Smooth. Ooh, I got some of that Big Smooth at home. Cypress Cannabis Sour Kosher. Mm. Crew Cannabis Durban Poison. Damn. And Inhalant Wi-Fi. Do you think Wi-Fi. they just threw kosher on there, or do you think they actually blessed it? Yeah, they get a <laughs> rabbi out there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know they're standard in every dispensary? <laughs> but uh, let's cheers these blunts. That's us. Huh? Yes, we are still in the corona, so personal three musketeers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're listening to this and you don't know we're still in the corona. It's like mm. you're lucky. You're <laughs> this is a time a capsule. <laughs> you know, we people don't know they could be listening to this three years from now. <gasps> I've been at sea. That's so true. <laughs> That's so true, Rob. <laughs> Shame on me. No, no, no. I didn't mean to shame you, Tristan. I'm sorry. Shame. (laughs) Walking through town naked with a bell ringer. I mean, that just sounds like a good time, Colin. (laughs) Don't tempt me with a good time. I mean, people are going to throw, like, cabbage at you and stuff. So free food. Nice. (laughs) And, like, it's, like, rotten and stuff, though. So thanks for my compost when I get home. (laughs) Everybody's just helping you out, Tristan. That's how I look at it. I do look forward to the end of Corona times. I'm sure you all do. We're anxiously awaiting the day where we can have one of our guests on again. Yes. A really nice lineup of amazing people that I really can't wait to have on. And uh, we had people scheduled at the end of March. But of course, the world began to burn. (laughs) <laughs> so it should go without saying that we hope everyone at home is you know safe <coughs> healthy uh, pushing through staying sane yeah yeah black lives matter keeping it real get out rock the boat yeah. <laughs> you know all the things all those things 
mystery-wise, today... Yes, what are we doing? I bring you the mother of all mysteries. To the point where it's like, we could end the podcast today after I'm done with this mystery. We oh, could just okay. wrap it up. Can, can we take a stab and guess at it before? Sure. Um, well, not going off of your introduction, I'm <laughs> going to say... The uh, JFK assassination. Okay, okay. And I'm going to say, was Derek Zoolander secretly the best male model to have ever lived? <laughs> that's not a mystery, Colin. Oh, yeah. It's I an guess obvious that's true. <laughs> Let me go again. Let me try he gave again. us blue steel. Uh, and Magnum. Don't Magnum. forget about Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Steel stopped a, a knife. I mean, nobody ever talks about La Tigra. That was <laughs> La Tigra is such a, a forgotten book. It's right. You right. know, it was an old one. It was his first La Tigra. He was the original Tiger King. I mean, that's the inception right there. <laughs> uh, oh, but I was going to say, proving or disproving the existence of God. That is on the cusp. You're, oh, you're like the tickling ballpark. the areola <laughs> He's on home plate. It, I'm behind right field. Are you going to tell us what religion is correct? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what a loaded episode. For another loaded episode I mean, of High Mystery. In a roundabout way, I'm going to tell you that no religion is correct. The okay. thing that I have believed since seventh grade. The, I will destroy. <laughs> uh, today, I bring you the mystery of the Anunnaki. 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 I have... Two for the table. <laughs> I don't know. Those are expensive. What's market price? It's fine. <laughs> Rob, we're living it up today. Don't, don't worry about the price. <laughs> this is for you. You deserve it. Treat y'all right. <laughs> Everyone's got to treat themselves. So um, the Anunnaki, is this a group of people? Or is this a like a Do The society? Anunnaki are like the original originals the ogs the, the, OG the ogs you have to say um, it twice so it's a doozy i'm gonna just say that right now okay there's a lot to go through so we'll see it. if it's going to be a one-offer or if it needs to be split into multiple episodes or if you know like if i get halfway through it'll be a two episode if i get a third of the way through it'll okay. be a three episode okay if i get three quarters of the way through then the end may be on a Patreon and you're just going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan's Anunnaki. Tristan's Anunnaki. Tristan's Anunnaki. Tristan's Anunnaki. Tristan's Anunnaki. Cut, print, it's done. <laughs> you boys writing jingles in here? <laughs> We've got a milk commercial we got to do this month. <laughs> So, I'll begin by saying this, that I'm getting my information from possibly the coolest way to get information. Okay. Read it? Uh, no, I watched it. <laughs> okay. And oh. the way I watched it was in form of an animated rock opera created by a Brazilian rock band by the name of Mensageros do Vento, which means Messenger of the Wind. Wow. wow. Okay. And I just want to say, this is possibly the coolest thing I've ever watched. I'm not a big fan of re-watching things. Like, if I seen it, I'm a good watcher. I pretty much seen all the stuff the first time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this was something that I could re-watch a bunch of times. All okay. right. We'll do a it's Patreon rich. riff tracks of that movie. Uh, There's like 28 episodes. 
Oh. You can find it on the YouTube. <coughs> uh, if you just Google Monsergio's Dovento and like Anunnaki, you'll you'll find it. Um, is it? Each episode is like between one minute and four minutes. <laughs> okay, so it's like a series of songs. It's like a mini series. Uh, I would say a mini series of music videos. Yeah, yeah. So okay. he's basically putting out an album in each. Or I guess there's a narrative it's a to opera. it. Yeah. So, so it's like, you know, Les Mis, but instead of that type of music, it's rock opera, where they're, well, they're singing all the, the stuff. All right. We'll watch it. In we'll sp- comment. In Spanish, a G is pronounced like an H. So I think Manceros. it's... Manceros. Manceros? Yeah, there it is. Machete. Dovento. <laughs> Dovento. Okay. All right. Um, so... It's all in English. They got English subtitles, so don't worry. All right. I watched it. You can watch it. I was able to read the things. You can read the things. Um, And the music is awesome. The animation is awesome. I can't uh, bolster this thing enough. Yeah, I'm I'm down to watch it. Everyone needs to watch it is what I'm saying. Yeah. What else are you watching during coronavirus? He said it's better than Coco. I did. (laughs) Whoa. The miniseries. I mean, it didn't make me cry like... I mean, Coco didn't make me cry either. Moana made me cry. Uh, I cried. This didn't make me cry, but this made me forget to smoke. It makes you sad. If that makes any sense. Like, it was so good, and I was so intently watching, I forgot to smoke. Oh, wow. Okay. It's rich. So the miniseries... It's so rich. The miniseries is based on actual translations of ancient clay tablets found amid the ruins of summer, arguably the cradle of human civilization. What's the ruins of summer? I've never heard of it. Nah. But I mean, if it's... it's arguably the cradle of human civilization. So somewhere deep in Africa? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say... Mesopotamia area. All right. Northeast Africa into like I guess that's the cradle of life is civilization. Middle, civilization is probably yeah, somewhere around Egypt. In the Mediterranean area. <laughs> so before I get okay. into the good stuff, you know, the real story, uh, what I learned from this miniseries, I'll quickly say the boring version that Wikipedia has to say. <laughs> oh shit. Oh damn, throwing some shade at Wikipedia. Shazade! We need them. She gets weak. <laughs> Go ahead and edit that Wikipedia page if you can. <laughs> if they could just take every Wikipedia page and make it a rock opera by this Brazilian rock band, I dude, I would thank you. Are you, you gonna, are they the new religion? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. <laughs> can you imagine like you Wikipedia Crest toothpaste and it's a Brazilian musical right. explaining like how the Crest is the best toothpaste of all time. Does that not sound awesome? <laughs> I mean, yes, it actually like it gives me life. <laughs> Thank you. Everything's Thank a musical, why not? <laughs> um, so kind of why this kills all religion is because this is the oldest creation story, if you will. Um Okay. Before any other religion was made, this story existed. Okay. It's on these tablets that come from a time and can be dated past so all these other religions. Pre-Greek gods. And, Greek and a lot of the stories in these tablets are then taken and put into other <laughs> religious stories, um, which we'll see like throughout time or whatever. 
Yeah, this is pre-Roman, pre-Greek. Yeah. yeah, we're going back further than Egyptian culture. Yep. yep. You know, we're going back further than we know that people wrote stuff down. Apparently. Yep. Yep. So these are translatable, though. Yes. Okay. In what language are they? Um, it is in an old type of writing called cuneiform. Uh, cuneiform. Cuneiform. It's the wedge-shaped characters used in the ancient writing system of Mesopotamia, Persia, and Uruguay, surviving mainly impressed on clay tablets. Boom, boom. It's basically pic- like little pictures yeah. that have a correlation. Little to hieroglyphics. Not even hieroglyphics. It's literally like a line with like uh, a triangle shape above it, and then two other lines with like no triangle shape and okay. sure, it's very yeah. rudimentary. It's etching, yeah. Very like not pictures, just yeah, something like that they're able symbols. to do with a stick. Yeah. Um, so here, Wikipedia. The Anunnaki also transcribed as Anunnaki. Oh, they just have different ways of spelling it. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're a group of deities who appear in mythological traditions of ancient Sumerians. Akkadians, Assyrians, and Babylonians. Descriptions of how many Anunnaki there were and what role they fulfilled uh, are inconsistent and often contradictory. In the earliest Sumerian writings about them, which comes from post-Akkadian period, the Anunnaki are the most powerful deities in the pantheon, descendants of An and Kai, the god of the heavens and the goddess of earth, and their primary function is to decree the fate of Sumerians. In Inanna's descent into the netherworlds, the Anaki are portrayed as seven judges who sit before the throne of Ereshkigal in the underworld. Later, Akkadian texts such as the Epic of Gilgamesh oh, follow this portrayal during the Old Babylon period. The Anunnaki were believed to be the synthonic deities of the underworld, while the gods of the heavens were known as the Igigi. The ancient Hittites <laughs> identified the Anunnaki as the oldest generation of gods who had been overthrown okay. and banished to the underworld by the younger gods. So this is a culmination of, like, a lot of different stories about them. Absolutely. I mean, by the way, shout out to your boy Gilga. Gilga bish! Um, I just, yeah, it's polytheist, right? So, like, they're talking about generations of gods. So it sounds like this is sort of the foundation that all religion going forward was founded on. Right. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. I mean, didn't they also think that their kings were gods? I will get into all those. So So, (laughs) what I'm going to encounter now that we got that boring history book type explanation out of the way. Fuck Wikipedia. (laughs) Pretty website. Uh, I like Wikipedia. (laughs) And so this is like the translation from the tablets. You know, oh, this okay. is so. This is what I think is like the legit story because the other stuff they were saying is just like other things that yeah. they found about the Anunnaki throughout time. This is like the earliest telling, and this more closely relates to the rock opera. <laughs> yes, what I'm going to tell you is like basically what I watched from this rock sure. opera. Sure. <laughs> uh, so ancient Sumerian texts refer to the Anunnaki as those that came down from the heaven race extremely powerful and advanced beings that engineered mankind's hundreds of thousands of years ago these gods in this cartoon are depicted okay so in this cartoon i want to say that the gods are depicted like a cross between hindu and greek gods okay uh so like in the past i may have said like they were lizard people when we talked about the anunnaki i don't know where i got that from 
I will have to look into that later. It was just about now theories. I don't know where I get this stuff. Well, no, I mean, it could be. Why not? Well, because, I mean, at least in this portrayal, they they don't look like lizard people. They look like, I would say, a cross between a Hindu god and a Greek god. In Okay. Bless you listeners if you've listened to us talk about lizard people every time we've talked about them. But (laughs) in our talks about lizard people, we've talked about them having next level technology. So I would think concealment would be the first thing they would probably do. I guess I just, in this story, it's from their point of view. So I feel like they would include the fact that they look like lizard people as opposed to like it's, more humanoid people what do you mean it's from their point of view the anunnaki's point of view right so, so the idea is that the anunnaki wrote this text sort of so it starts with this guy Endubspar. it's the Endubspar. same i mean not to interrupt you cut you off but it's the same as every story of you know every god has its prophet who puts the words into texts. here's the difference okay yes all Bring of it. those prophets <laughs> then go to start a religion. Like, they want to be like, hey, I got the word of God. This is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. This guy didn't do that. This guy is just a master scribe. He, whatever. In he's the end, scholar. In the end, he's told to just leave the things there and that when the time comes that the world needs them, they'll find them and they'll be able to, like, use them. He's like, other, other people do religion to sell out. I do it for the real religion, man. <laughs> well, like, he wasn't trying to start anything. It was just yeah, right. information. Yeah, And no, he I wasn't like even it. trying to sell the information. He was just leaving it there to be found. Yeah, and, like, that's cool, but I just can't stop picturing him as this, like, old rocker sitting yeah. on the steps. Like, yeah, a lot of people are writing to have other people read their stuff, not me. <laughs> I do it for the soul. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> In 5,000 years, they're going to find my stuff, man. That's right. not even about being famous today. I'm just so ahead of the time. It's like, no one would get it anyways. I'm doing something called cuneiform. <laughs> you don't know it now, but you will. <laughs> uh, so it starts with this guy, Endusbar. Endusbar. He's a master scribe, and he is from the city Erudu. Okay. Erudu, and he's better. a servant of the Lord God Enki. And all these places are somewhere around Egypt, Greece, right. somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he is called upon by Enki, who is this uh, Anunnaki god. Okay. And he's asked to perform a task. And the task is for 40 days and nights, uh, the loyal scribe would write down the entire history of the Anunnaki in Suniform. Um, and so that story that's on the tablet is directly told from Enki, who's the Anunnaki god. And it, the, apparently it's like word for word. He wasn't allowed to change or alter anything. And it's because the purpose of the tablets is so that one day when humanity's ready, the tablets will be found. Uh, the story, so the story could be passed and be known for a better future. So we were meant to know now. Exactly. Or at some point. We might not grasp it today, but maybe in a hundred years it really sinks in and all of a sudden everybody's like, you know, we're done with Muhammad. We're done with Jesus. Yeah, dude, the world is round. It's time to get behind the Anunnaki. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to the Church of Anunnaki, brother. (laughs) I've got a rock opera for you to watch. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) If if you find it's like you find a front row seat, we have screens all the way back. (laughs) <laughs> I challenge you to watch it 
and then to see how you feel. Because, I mean, do with it what you will. I am 100% on board. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know. It's an interesting concept. I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> it's, if nothing else, it's a cool story. Yeah. Riveting. Yeah. Riveting. <laughs> okay. So, according to the Genesis, Genesis story, the story from Enki told to Ensbar on those tablets, it goes like this. First thing is that they are from a 12th planet known as Nibiru. And it was populated by humanoid beings very similar to us humans. 12th planet to what? Our solar system or just like, we are the federation of 12 planets. <laughs> you are number 12. <laughs> that was I gotta super assume clear to me. 12th planet from In their, solar, their system. solar system to sun. Doesn't it seem like the 12th planet would be like way cold? Not if there's a bunch of planets right in front of it. Or it's like, like a, a bunch of small a super sun or something like that. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Puts out such great amount of whatever. Yeah. They've been able to terraform it. So, apparently at some point in time, life on their home world became threatened by extensive volcano eruptions. Okay. And so the volcanoes were blowing their thing and uh, it created a giant growing hole in their atmosphere and one guy was like draws me draws me just sacrifice a few more virgins and they were like we're done with it steve we're done sacrificing virgins the volcanoes keep going off man it's not working it's killing the crops the livestock tensions inside society becoming a huge issue it's not helping that we're sacrificing our young kids yeah. so you know they're they're getting pissed at the hierarchy Okay. And uh, with that comes a revolt. Wow. And the main king is killed by this guy named Alula. Okay. So, like, first thing, he, like, kills him. And, like, as he's, like, still got his spear in him, like, blood on his face, he's like, yo, I'm the leader now. He's going to blow the volcanoes up. Fuck him. We're just going to... Wow. That'll solve the problem. Real Arnold Schwarzenegger approach. <laughs> Real end-of-commando type approach. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't go well. No. Yeah, uh, blowing up volcanoes, just opening them up. Yeah, the, the, it easier. the hole is continuing to grow. That's, that's Scientology belief right there. <laughs> Wait, is it? Yeah, they blow up volcanoes, and that's what releases souls on Earth or something like that. Huh. You don't remember that South Park episode? I do. I don't remember them blowing up. They had B-52 bomber jets, and they flew them over the volcanoes and dropped in these <laughs> giant bombs. That's a tough one to keep straight, for sure, because I yeah. remember them breaking down Scientology real quick in that episode. I do I not endorse Scientology. Scientology could have stolen things from this story. You know? Yeah. Just saying, that. or no, it's it's predates science. L. Ron Hubbard would be the one, right? Like he heard some yeah. of the story and was like, "Oh, that's dope." Yeah, I'm gonna put that in mind. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they continue to try to fix the hole in the atmosphere. Nothing's working until like one scientist is like, "Yo, I got an idea. We spray gold dust particles in the sky, and that'll rebuild the atmosphere." <laughs> and uh, they try it. And, like, it works a little bit. Oh, shit. So they're like, oh, 
Like, that's what we gotta do. We need more gold. We, we gotta... just need to turn the atmosphere into gold schlick vodka. <laughs> just a little bit of gold schlager action in the sky. Yeah, just uh, chug it. Eventually, you're gonna projectile vomit it out and then just <coughs> into the sky. So, what goes wrong? They don't have enough gold to do this. Oh, like, it's not a feasible thing to do with the resources on this planet. And one really, like, pale alien came up behind the king at that moment and was like, Majesty, I know of a planet far away called Earth. Fresh and rich in gold resources. <laughs> that's how one would imagine it. doesn't go like that, though. Oh, really? Oh, see, okay. that's where immediately my mind went. It's like, are we mining gold for that's the... That's why truth is better than yeah. fiction. It's way more interesting than we could write as a script. Because that's where the script would go. Yeah. But, but life, you know, because this is truth to, to life and fact that I'm saying right now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, clearly. This is the real truth, people. Yeah. You're getting it here. So <laughs> where's the mystery? <laughs> uh, so it's not working. People getting pissed. Uh, what do they do? It's revolt time. Oh, oh snap. So uh, the cousin of the old king, his name is Anu, uh, and he challenges Alula to a fight. He's like, yo, you killed my cousin. You don't belong on the throne, etc. You know how it goes. Um, and so he challenges him to, like, a, a Greco-Roman, like, naked fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like... Yeah, get it. That's how you do it. Get I mean, it, it. and That's again, this is does. all, like, specified by the telling of Enki. Like, yep. this is yeah. important for them. To yeah, know no, no. It. He went into great detail about this fight. <laughs> <laughs> move <laughs> for move. <laughs> well, you know, assuming that, like, clothes get in the way or could be used against yeah, one yeah. Or He described the sights, the smells, small, the sounds. Small sliders were served <laughs> to the crowd. And potato skins. <laughs> At one point, he wrapped his testicle skin around his face, <laughs> suffocating him. It was glorious. <laughs> um, so they fight naked. Uh, and like Anu- you do. Right. Yeah. Oiled up and glistening yep. in yep. the sun. Yep. Yeah, yep. it has to be done in the sun. <laughs> uh, With a lot of onlookers. It's the all, best all lighting. Onlookers. No chicks, though. It's not really Aster, a chick Aster, thing. Aster. Oh, <laughs> uh, so a new wins the fight. Trigger warning. Right. I feel like I feel like referencing um, what you would call it. What's that fucking movie? It almost should come with a trigger warning because now it that, is a visceral movie. That whole sure. movie just flooded back and infected uh, my soul for a minute. It stays with you if you watch that one. Everyone should give it a watch once. Yeah, Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> if you want your soul to curdle a little bit, got a great soundtrack. It yeah. does. Yeah. It's great performances. It's yeah. an interesting movie. You know what else has a great soundtrack? Wolf. This miniseries. Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, so a new wins the fight. And Alula, the old king, like, sneaks off and gets in a spaceship and leaves Nibiru, which is, like, the home planet of the Anunnaki. Uh, Alula one day hits Anu and the rest of the Anunnaki up, like, you know, they got, uh, what's it called, video messaging or whatever, <laughs> you know, from his, from his, like, spaceship, he, like, calls into their, like, home base and he comes yeah, up he- on the screen or whatever. He, like, picks up, like, a streaky blue and white crystal, and it emits, like, a radiation. Then he sees his friend inside of the crystal, and his friend sees him inside of his own crystal. Yeah. yeah the normal sci-fi yeah. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, 
so he, he hits them up and he's like, sup, bitches. Uh, I found this planet. I'm a big hero uh, because I know home planet is fucked right now. And this planet is hella dope. Um, I'm going to be the savior of Nibiru. It's like it's located in this solar system. It's like this planet from the outside. From the inside, it's like the third planet in. Uh, he <laughs> decides to call the planet Key. And he's like, yo, it's hella dank. There's fresh air, water, <laughs> nice. Uh, the vegetation is plentiful. And he's like, so much gold. All it's the so gold. Much, so much gold. Our sky is speckled with gold. Well, this is the earth now. So yeah. he's like, I can send all the gold to the hometown or the home planet and save the atmosphere. And I'm going to be the big hero Oh, he's talking about me. Earth with this advertisement? Right. Oh, I thought he was talking about the old planet, Nibiru. No, he's like, I'll, I'll yeah. save Nibiru. I'll Got send it. all the gold yeah, yeah, from yeah. Earth to you guys. You spray that shit willy-nilly and save Nibiru. It'll be all good. Yeah. We're eating it over here. <laughs> it's true. It's on really fancy ice cream. <laughs> What's this? Why is there no gold on my... Ice cream. <laughs> Your estate is down this month, sir. <sighs> what? <laughs> My poops won't sparkle like they <laughs> That sparkling's for you, Wadsworth. That's right. Because I know you have to pick it up. Yes. Jesus, <laughs> pity, sir. We do not have flushing toilets here. <laughs> I do not believe in them. <laughs> what would you do if I didn't have that? Just part of the job, sir. Yeah. Uh, so the king, Anu, is like, hell yeah. Uh, and he sends his son, Ea, and a group out to find the planet. And is like, oh, fine. If we have to. Well, yeah, I assume he would rather stay on his home planet. Yeah. But he's like, you know, my dad is king. I got responsibilities like i guess like i could gain respect and whatever by yeah. being the leader of this journey it's probably like dad my band is supposed to play at this gig on saturday jamie nelson's party <laughs> <laughs> i can't go to earth right now so they go it's a yeah. long journey they got a ton of adventures it takes a bit to get <laughs> what There's... is there a whole series about what they do I don't know. I just kind of like it, spin off. It was just like look, they had they had a lot of things happen before oh, they were man. able to get to. The There's definitely a theme song in there, like soaring across the galaxy. <laughs> but in Brazilian. Oh yeah, for sure. I guess that'd be Portuguese. Portuguese then. Yeah. Oh, I don't speak any Portuguese. I feel like I could after watching yeah, a little bit. You learned some. Uh, so when they get there to Earth, which they now call Key mm. or Kai, I don't know how you want to pronounce it. Is it K A I? K I. K I. I guess Key. Right? Or Kai? Key? Yeah, I guess I can see that being Kai. Anyways, when they get there, they build an outpost and they call the outpost their home away from home. Mm. So it's the there. It's like a representation of their home planet on Earth in a form of a temple. Let's call it something really creative. What about New Nibira? <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> well, they decide to call it Eridan 
which huh? then turns into Eden. Oh. Eden. Oh. Eden. And get this, it took like seven off. days to build this place. And on the last day, what'd they do? Built. They rested. They took a load off. Oh, okay. They got in their hammocks. Sound familiar? So the idea being they came and they were able to manufacture life. We'll get to that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just they, they put all the trees in just the right place. No, it's there. already a planet. They're just coming and they're building a temple that is a representation of their home planet. So it's like they're home away from home. It's like I'm camping here. This right. is like my trailer, uh, but this is I'm this is my my new home. Right. There was already stuff there, but they just like did some landscaping and like one of them was like, I have an eye for this kind of stuff. And so he put the ponds in and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they cultivated the right kind of animals. Sure. They, not like filthy pigs or anything. They basically <laughs> saw Earth and they're like, Is there any intelligent life? And they're like, There's some fucking primitive humans. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll, we'll be all right. We'll get there, Rob. There are no <laughs> we'll get there. Really? Really. Then how did... Just animals. <laughs> and who was writing this down? This or is a story just... of the past. Right. So this okay. is like, he's writing the story. The guy's like, so however thousand many years ago, we started ah, on this planet. Okay. Yeah, Wayne's world. Yeah. So now we're in the past. Before this guy ever got snatched up by Enki to write these tablets. Okay. No humans... Making Just animals. Eden. Making an Eden. They land. Yes. They're, they land in the ocean first, and oh. when they arrive, they meet up with Alula, which is the guy who ran away after he lost the fight and told everyone about the planet. Mm. So they meet up with him. They're like, hey, you found this planet. Like, that's pretty chill of you, I guess, like. And he's like, We'll yeah. forgive the fact that you were a shitty leader and you lost and ran away to this planet or whatever. You're chilling. Yeah, I mean, it's end. a clean slate. It's the Wild West, you know? It's like, hey, guys, welcome. Try the bacon. It's really good. Yeah, and he found the golds. Yeah. And that's, you know, they wouldn't even be there without him. So it's chill. I've got this drink. It's called a pina colada. You're going to love it. Coconuts for days. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. He was like, Earth is great. Earth is great. Yeah. Uh, so in order to extract the gold, you know, which was their main mission, gold mm. mines were established all over, but there was a big one in uh, southern Africa where they found an abundant gold deposit. Uh, actually, I don't think it was southern Africa now that I'm thinking about it. Anyways, they, <laughs> wherever it was, they found a, an abundant gold deposit, and the depiction in the miniseries Kind of makes it look like those circle monoliths that we've all been talking about, like uh, ah, like mm-hmm. Gobleki Tepe, right? Or... or like the those even ancient ones where they're just literally like circle upon circle, and they're just like walls or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm. I remember. <laughs> okay, Rob remembers. I remember. Remember. <laughs> um, so they build those mines, and they call it the Abuzu Mine. Ebuzu. And uh, their mission from the king Anu was to get that gold and to map and record the earth and the animals. So they did that, sent in hella gold. Eventually, uh, the main king Anu, he comes back to check on everything and he's like, nice, everything looks dope. Hella gold, <laughs> good stuff. 
Guys, listen. Everybody clap for yourselves. Yeah. Hella dope. You know, this is on you guys. This is on you. Guys, hella dope. <laughs> so he's like patting his son, Ia, on the back. And he's like, no, good job. And he's like, Dad, goals. stop. I get it. Stop. He's yeah. like, it's, it's totally working. It's, you're saving the planet here, son. He brushes his slightly too long hair out of his eyes. And he's like, whatever, Dad. I'm fine. Stop. No big deal. Oh. Uh, so his younger half-brother, his name is an, an Enlil. Enlil's, like, really shy. He's like, yeah, what's up, guys? No, he's the opposite. Oh, really? He thinks he should rule because his mother is the true queen, and Ia was born of a concubine. Oh, snap. I mean, he can still be the character I described, and he can just show up and be like, hey, I'm, I'm the king, guys. <laughs> true, true. Listen, I, I am, I am prince of the throne, guys. Okay, my mom is the real queen. <laughs> you're, you're, just, you're just from a whore or whatever. <laughs> if you want to fight to the death, that's fine. We'll fight to the death if we have to. <laughs> exactly. I want to get naked, wrestle a little bit. Yeah, the really bold, intense guy who's really like shy in his speech. <laughs> that's fun to me. <laughs> so, in his kingship, Anu is like, hold up. Ia, <laughs> you get the boozu mine since you're doing a good job with the gold and stuff. Hella gold, good job. Keep rocking it. Yeah. And he's like, and Lil, calm yourself. You can be in charge of the home base temple, the Eden area. You mm. like you like gardens. You like trees and ponds <laughs> and stuff like that. You're telling me how much you liked gardens and trees and stuff. And like I saw you checking out the hippos and thinking they were cool, so yeah. Check it out. It's <laughs> so angsty. And yeah. Like, but know. is, like, the gold mine a good thing to have? It seems like, what good is a gold mine? Well, that's where the savior of the planet is, you know? Like, so, the people okay. who are getting the gold are it, the heroes. Right. The it, okay, got it. It looks good back home, especially. Right. Got right. it. And I'm sure, like, he, big job. he's not the one. He's, he himself isn't personally toiling. Like, his followers might be toiling uh, in there, but he himself isn't. Well, that's not... I hope he's, like, the kind of manager that gets his hands right. dirty. Leads by example. Yeah, that's the only manager I ever respected at restaurants and stuff. Gotta pitch in. <laughs> yeah. So, I knew he was about to leave. He's like, good job. You guys got your... You're settled. You're situated. And out of the woods comes Alula, the guy who found Key in the first place. And he's like, sup, new. So, <laughs> I've been thinking... I found this place, so it should be mine. Hmm. And if you know you want to fight again, let's let's go. Let's get naked and fight. <laughs> Who's he challenging? Yeah, he's down uh, to the get king, naked. anew. He's challenging the king. Right, anew, the king of uh, Nibira. Yeah. Who's visiting Earth right now to check on the homies? He's okay. like, yo, this this whole planet should be mine. You shouldn't be telling anybody they get anything because all of this should should be me. Yeah, yeah. I was here first, bro. Right. Like, I found this plan. Hey, I said dibs. <laughs> I put the flag there first, motherfucker. I said it. As soon as I got to Earth, I said dibs. You see the post-it on there. <laughs> That's right. It's just like on a rock at the top of a mountain. Just crazy zoom out. How far away it is. You saw the post-it. <laughs> so I imagine King Anu, you know, you're like, 
cracks his neck, drops his like robes or whatever. Just fully naked. Just fully naked, ready to go. <laughs> uh, he he greased even, up this morning. Yeah, he doesn't even hesitate. He just like throws his arms back and lets his robes fall off of him. I was just waiting for someone yep. to challenge Doves me. carry his robes <laughs> yeah. off of him. They're just shredding over the electric guitar. We're living here! Lightning crashes across the sky behind him, and an eagle goes, yeah! <laughs> Epic fights. Epic fights. Epic indeed. Yeah. Uh, so they fight it out, and King Anu wins again. Are, Damn, the guy get, who cannot be beaten. Yeah. Do we get any kind of like description <laughs> on these beings, or are they pretty much human? Well, yeah, they're, I said to imagine them as a cross between Hindu gods and Greek gods. Okay, so that could be a lot of things, but they're humanoids pretty right. much. Right, not so much like Ganesh who has like the head of an elephant. Right, but, but maybe like they might have Shiva. four arms or... Blue skin. Yeah, there's No, I guess of... I just meant more in like, I don't know, as far as this animation goes, they had facial human. features that kind of seemed Indian, but they were Greek god-looking things. As well. arms, just okay. like... The big beards, all the hair. Pretty human, basically. Right, superhuman, yeah. okay. but like big or whatever. Just like maybe a slight nod of alien to them. Like whatever it is, little antenna or well, like, <laughs> different color skin. or. We have, on our Earth, we have like this idea that there's like a bunch of different types of aliens. These ones, I guess, would be more like the Norse god type alien, like an Odin or like a... A Thor or, you know, Zeus or something like that. Sure. Anyways. With maybe like a little spice of Vishnu or something. Right, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So he wins again. And uh, so this is where it gets kind of crazy. Alula. He wins again. Yeah. Wow. Like, and it wasn't even a hard fight this time. Like, the first time there was a little back and forth this time, it was like. It was "Mm -hmm." like he. He said, tap, tap, right. tap already. <laughs> so Alula, as a last ditch effort, bites anew the king on the dick. Oh, snap. Like he's like on the ground and he's like, I'm defeated. And he like trips him and like goes for the dick. Like, <laughs> um, and everyone like freaks out, you know, because yeah, like he just bit cool. the king's dick. Not chill. Uh, Hopefully but the, not off. Just it, hard it was bite. ambiguous. It looked in the cartoon. It looked like it was off. But oh, oh god! They have this like pine cone thing that I'll talk about later. That they <laughs> do all their like uh, stuff with. It like heals things. It like opens doors. Don't worry, King. I got a pine cone. <laughs> yeah. So Shove they like it in there. <laughs> they heal his his wiener with like the pine cone. It like shoots like uh, lightning at it or whatever, and it like oh, heals god. it. And uh, the Good king to is, have a pine cone. I'll tell you what. <laughs> they all got them, so okay. pine cones aren't rare. They're golden pine cones, too, by the way. <laughs> Anyways, um, so the king is like, yo, don't worry, it's chill, you know, got the heel happen. <laughs> and consequently, he's now poisoned. Oh. I have to poison this dick. He's now poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> he had some poison in his mouth or something, or the pine cone. He's got a poison penis. I don't. I don't know how he got it. He just said it's fine. He's poisoned now. 
and uh, he's gonna die anyways because everyone wanted uh-huh. to like kill him because he bit the king's dick and he's like it's, it's fine, yeah, d- d- it's yes. fine. Yes. he's gonna die oh anyways. I see okay gotcha that penis gonna kill him <laughs> that's why you don't bite <laughs> never know what you're gonna get yeah so after they like heal him with like the Swiss army knife of uh, pine cones pine cones <laughs> uh, and the king talks that he's gonna die they he then does die and they decide to bury him on Mars. On Mars? Uh, which they okay. call Lamu. And they build a giant faced tomb on Mars, which is a conspiracy theory in itself that people have seen mm-hmm. a giant face on Mars. Of course they have. I think that's in a movie. It's in a movie too. It's in. With, uh, who's in that? There were so many Mission to Mars kind of movies there for a yeah. while. I think I it was with Tim about. Robbins. Was that it? Is that the one? Uh, Where he takes know. his mask off in space and just instantly freezes? Maybe. That's not the one I'm thinking of. It was newer than that. I just know they go into the head and then it's like all white. Yeah, inside. exactly. That's what I'm thinking of. But yeah. I don't think Tim Robbins is in that. He might not have been. It oh, could have been a different Mars movie. So anyways, this... Face on Mars is his tomb. Oh, okay. And they build it so that way he's always looking at Earth, which he will never get. No, 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 no. And then the view is covered up by the moon. So then he just looks at the back of the moon. And then uh, as, like, the solar system is, like, doing its thing and rotating and moving, uh, orbiting or whatever, then he, like forces him to, like, look out into space to where Nibiru is, which he also has been exiled from. So it's, like, the ultimate punishment and death for him. Uh-huh. I think the movie we're talking about is Mission to Mars. Yeah, that's the one. What are, we, are we doing Raw Tomato right now? <laughs> oh, snap! I have no idea, but I'm going to go with 62%. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna... to 38%. 38. Uh, yeah, I was going to go Just because people, there was a study that if it had Mars if in the it title. Had Mars and it, it, was, it did bad in the box office, yeah. I think is what the. Really? The conspiracy yeah. on that is. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Do we have any Twitchers? 24%. That was pretty close. Oh. 38. It's way worse than I thought. What did you say, Rob? I said 48. Oh, I said 62. So I, I win. Way better. I remember it being I have defeated your streak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My dynasty has fallen. You can't always be right, Colin. Ah. <laughs> I almost nailed one last night. It was a beautiful thing, but I didn't record it, so it doesn't count. <laughs> right? No receipt. Uh, doesn't happen. I mean, I, 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 I witnessed it, so you got, a, you got a person you can contest. I was what, like three percent off? I see. Yeah, I don't remember. He might be <laughs> inflating his numbers. <laughs> I remember he was closest. The end. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, Rob. Poor, poor storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> the shade of it all. I just speak the truth <laughs> as best as I can. For sure. I appreciate that. I respect that. Uh, so after Anu, the king leaves back to the home planet, you know, yeah. after burying the dude who bit him on the D or whatever. Right. And Simba met Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Nala had to serve under Scar. Yes, yes. So he sends a message uh, that, you know, the gold is working. 
You know, right. he's gotten home. They're spraying the gold in the atmosphere. It's working. The hole is closing up. Uh, and that they're heroes. And to keep sending more. Speed up. Like, speed it up. Send more. It's working. Good job. You're heroes. Um, so to speed up delivery of the gold, they make a new outpost on Lamu, Mars. Mm-hmm. So it's like a space station pyramid-looking thing that's like semi-near the face or whatever. Okay. Um, semi-near the face. It's somewhere around there. Yeah. Hey, where's the uh, pyramid we built? It's semi-near. I wouldn't worry about it too much. It's nearby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so they need someone to run the new outpost <clears throat> on Lamu. Okay. And they choose this guy, Marduk. Marduk? Anu is his grandfather. So he's a grandson to Anu, this Marduk. Okay. Does he eventually have a grandson named Marmaduke? He might. He I might. hope so. Is Star- he a dog? Star- yes, he is, he's he's a dog. Okay. okay, sweet, sweet. Um, he's a fluffy guy. He's a bug boy. He's a good boy. Hey, God, uh, so Marduk also has aspirations greater than Mars. You know, he wants yeah. to be the king of all kings one day, take over his grandfather's throne. That's that's his type of ambition. Yeah, because I imagine that Mars or Yamu or Lamu at this time, that's what it's called, right? Lamu? That's, yeah, Lamu, Mars. Uh, that would be the lamest place probably. At least on Earth, there's like, ponds to go swimming in and stuff he's probably like really dusty yeah and dry and his yeah lips he's are chapped. Gotta, if he goes out he has to wear his space suit or whatever yeah. like. and he's like waiting on deliveries of water and stuff from earth well don't feel too bad from colin okay we'll hear I back won't. from him later all right he, he doesn't stay on mars forever <laughs> uh but he is on mars right now okay helping out with the transport or whatever the king calls back to earth one day and he's like yo key we're super happy with the gold. It's working. I don't know how many more times I can tell you this, that it's healing the planet. We need moss. Hella moss. Let's go. Send that gold. And so they're slaving away in these mines, man, trying to save the home planet. Okay. And eventually they're like, bro, this sucks. Yeah, like, why are we trying to save they, the home they're gonna planet? Ra- oh, man, are they going to revolt? You know it. Workers unite. If there's one thing they know how to do, it's revolt. And I think if we've received one trait from these guys, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So one of the head Anunnaki guys who ends up being Enki, who is actually telling this story. Sure. He's like, yo, let's build a slave creature to mine the gold for us. Oh. And Ia is like, uh, uh, I don't know. Like, that seems like a bad idea to play the role of, like, a god creator. Because uh, like, <laughs> I totally could do it, but I just, I'm struggling with the morale. And he's like, whatever, I don't care. I'm going to go to a cave and build some stuff. <laughs> well, just... I'll tell you this. Word gets out, and Anu hears about this idea, the king. And he calls down to Earth, and he's like, <clears throat> we need that gold. So you's going to make those things and you's going to solve the problem from this revolt. You yeah. do whatever you got to do. Exactly. <laughs> make the run every time. <laughs> That's right. All right. So Enki and Enki. his sister Ninma, Ninma and her son Ningishzida. Yep. 
Yeah, they're the most learned, like, science guys. Oh, they're the brains. Yeah. Uh, And they take the most evolved primate that lived on Earth at the point in time, probably Australopithecus. Okay. And And at the bridge of their version of Hakuna Matata, we saw a time lapse as it grew. Yeah, he grew up here. (laughs) <laughs> you guys, you guys are jumping way ahead. There's stuff that needs to happen. Oh yeah, here. he's got to learn how to eat grub first. Oh, well, they yeah, got to they right. got to make it first. You know, they just are trying at this point, and hey. they try to inseminate uh, with their genes. So they take the monkey, they get their genes, they yeah. put the their sperm in the egg, and then they put the egg in uh, Australopithecus. Okay, and it does see. not go well. Oh no! Oh, it like. Breaks out of their stomach like aliens. It just like creates w- weird, like deficient things. The womb can't handle it. Okay, so it just like results in a miscarriage then? Right. Oh. So Enki is like, it needs to be the other way around. Oh. We gotta inseminate one of ours with the genes from the primate. And put it back in one of ours. Right. Oh. So Ninma selflessly is like, you know, no one else is part of this team. I'm the only one here with a womb, I guess. <laughs> I was wow. never on board to begin with. So yeah, now right? I guess I'm the one that has to deliver this baby. You told me we were going to go somewhere nice. <laughs> so this works and creates the first human hybrid, and they call him Adamu. Oh, because he's half emu? <laughs> no. <laughs> Adam. Our Christian world, Adam. See, si, senor. Got it. Okay. So. We have merely touched the cusp because right now we've just hit Adamu, who by himself is a singular man. So, how do we go from singular man to where we are today? Mm. You'll have to come back for the next installment of Tristan's Anunnaki story Tristan's from Anunnaki rock opera story. Brazilian band. Tristan's Anunnaki. I'm actually really sad that we ran out of time because this 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 is just the cusp of the story. Like, yeah, if you think things that I have said are crazy and blowing your mind, <laughs> you have not even. I almost am like, don't watch the rock opera yet. Wait till I'm done telling the story because oh, then you're gonna man. know all the things. But at the same time, I want everyone to watch this rock opera like, immediately. <laughs> I cannot say that enough. (laughs) (laughs) With that, all our questions have been answered. The truth and the answers we found inside. All we needed to do was a little soul searching, some meditating, and letting go of society's constraints on the ego. With that, for High Mystery, I'm Tristan. I'm Robert. And I'm Colin. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at highmystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.